Welcome to Simply Woke, a podcast about awakening experiences. These are transformative events that connect us to our spiritual selves and personal truths. I'm Alessandra Johnston, and each week I speak with a new guest about how they woke up, or I share lessons learned from my own awakening journey. Hello and welcome to Simply Woke and Happy New Year. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Alessandra Johnston, and if this is your first time, welcome. If not, then you just listen to the intro and you would know that it's a bit different. And that's because, once again, my interviews didn't happen. I had some lined up over the break and you know, holidays happen and I just didn't have a chance to talk with anyone. Plus, I've also noticed an increase in downloads when I do release a solo episode. So I'll take the combo of my canceled interviews with the increased downloads as a sign that I am meant to do more solo episodes. Plus, I really like doing both. I like sharing what I've been learning. And of course, I love speaking with others about what they've learned on their journey. And speaking of, if you'd like to share your awakening story with me, then please email me at hello at simplywoke.com and give me a snippet of your story. And a reminder that if you find this show valuable, then please let me know by leaving a review or sharing it on social media or writing me a message. I really love to hear from you guys. So it's the new year. And this is the time where most of us like to take action towards what we want to create in our lives. And I'm right there with you. And having done fitness coaching in the past, plus being a former gym rat, I know that the first two weeks are full of momentum. We are totally motivated to make this happen, whatever it may be, whether it's a fitness goal, a financial goal, a relationship goal. The intention is always so strong at the beginning of a new year and always starts off uh, really strong. And then it inevitably, as life continues, it starts to fade away. So how do we actually achieve what we want in this life and create the life that we want? Well, I've realized that it really kind of comes down to three things. First, it's how to effectively set goals. And then secondly, we need to create good habits. And third, we need to change our beliefs. And this is exactly what I'm going to be talking about in today's episode. So I'm going to be honest. I'm not very good at making goals. So I do see the irony that I'm talking about goal setting today because I definitely ain't no guru, but bear with me as I have some ideas percolating in my mind that I think will really help. Plus, I am a total self-help junkie, so there's plenty that I've read in the past about goal setting and achieving goals, and so I I have some ideas of what to do. So in this episode, I'm basically going to be sharing my plan of attack with you. And if you like to plan and want to join me, I've actually put together a Facebook group so we can create our lives together and help each other out. It's called Embody Your Essence, and I'm going to be talking about it a little bit more towards the end. But if you're interested, the link is in the show notes. So as I said, I've, I've read a lot about goal setting, and I know all about SMART goals. And if you don't know what that is, SMART is actually an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Attainable realistic and timely. And if you want to learn more, Google is your friend and a ton of info will pop up. And while I obviously see the benefit of SMART goals, the truth is they they just don't really work for me. 
because I find that when I set a specific measurable goal and I don't hit that specific goal that I set out to, to hit, I feel, I feel really crappy and I feel like a failure. And that's not what I want to feel because one of my core desired feelings is to feel accomplished. And now my husband is a goal getter. He's awesome at setting and achieving goals. He hates losing and will do everything in his power to attain what he wants. I, on the other hand, am the complete opposite. I'm really not that competitive and I'm pretty laid back, perhaps a little too much at times, but I still want to move forward and grow and create the life I want. So I went to him and I asked him for advice. What do I do about goals when I hate goal setting? And he suggested that I stop making external goals and start making progress goals. And yes, a SMART goal is good to have in terms of a vision or an intention or the direction that you want to take. But the reality is, is that most SMART goals are based on external circumstances that we actually have very little control over because we have no control over other people. If I have a financial goal that I want to achieve, I have no control over how many people will will purchase my services. If I have a weight loss goal, I have no control over how many pounds my body will actually shed. And I think we all know that far too much by stepping on the scale. If I have a relationship goal, I have no control over how the other person will respond to my actions. The only thing that I have control over is my thoughts, my feelings, and my behaviors that I choose to take in order to make that goal a reality. And most goals require daily, consistent action in order for them to come into reality. So while, yes, the SMART goal is essentially the outcome, but the real goal is the daily activities that are completely within your control to make it happen. So how are we going to do this? How are we going to take daily consistent action so we can create the life we want and dream of? How are we going to manifest this vision that we have in our minds and our hearts into reality? Well, the very first step starts in our minds, doesn't it? And we have to fully 100% believe that what we want is achievable. And that's really hard, isn't it? And I don't know about you, but I find this fucking tricky, especially when we so often look to our past to show us what we're capable of. We have thoughts like, how can I lose this weight when all I do is just gain it back again? Or I always start strong and then stop and I have to start all over again. Or maybe I've tried so many times, but I've never been able to actually do it. If this is what you believe, then you will never achieve what you want. You literally have to believe something else. But how do we actually change our beliefs when we believe so strongly in something, when we're completely stuck in or are looking back to the past to determine what we can or cannot do? And this is what I've learned. The thing about belief is that while most of our beliefs have been given to us, we have been told what to believe based on our surroundings, our environment, and our situations. Think about it. If you had been raised by a totally different family in a different country, you would have a very different idea about who and what you are. So what does that tell us about beliefs? Beliefs are completely and utterly created. There's nothing necessarily factual about them. 
because usually it's what's outside of us. And as a spiritual being having a physical experience, you have the total and complete power within you to choose your thoughts. Your thoughts are just simply ideas about yourself and the world, and we have the ability to change our mind. It's within our free will to do so. So let's not let the past dictate who we want to be. Who we want to create is within us. So let's tap into that aspect of ourselves, of who spirit wants us to be, and allow it to come through. Plus, isn't this how manifestation works? It's not enough to say, just to say your desires in your mind. You have to fully feel and believe what you want or need is on its way. Just like ordering something from Amazon. You know that when you press that order button, that something will be arriving on your doorstep within the next day or two. You don't doubt it. So it's the same with your goals. If there's any room for doubt, the chances of it happening are less likely than if you believe it 100%. So how do we actually change our belief system? Well, since our ideas are stored in our physical brain, we got to start there and work with it. And once again, because we're spirits having a physical experience, we have the ability to change our physical brain. Thoughts precede matter. And that's been proven by science. It's called neuroplasticity. Do you like how I'm completely butchering that word? Plasticity. Oh my God, in quantum physics. You can Google it. But the only way, but the only way to do this again is through daily consistent practice. In order to rewire the brain, it needs daily practice. Repetition is one of the ways that we learn. As boring as it is, we all know that practice is necessary. We need to set up a daily practice to connect to our creative powers. And this is part of the idea that's been percolating in my mind. And now none of this is new. These ideas have been around for millennia. I'm just sharing it how I'm kind of putting it together. So this is how I see it. Basically, we need to create both a morning and evening routine that allows us to connect to our inner being to create the thoughts, feelings, and actions we need to bring about in our day and create create the life we want. We really want to envision the woman or the man that we want to become fully and completely, not only what they physically look like, but how they feel and what they think. In a sense, we need to become a character. And I've thought about this before because I have a degree in theater. And then I recently listened to a podcast with Brooke Castillo, and she spoke about using method acting to change your beliefs. And even though I haven't acted in a really long time, I still think that I can apply some of the stuff I learned back in university. So in order to create what you want, you have to become the person that thinks and feels and acts a certain way, right? You have to step into the role. But isn't that being fake, you may ask yourself? Because that's what I've asked myself. And I still want to be me. I hate fake people. And I don't want to be that way. And I don't think it is. Because hear me out for a moment. I'm about to get a little bit woo-woo. So time only exists on this level, right? It's a construct of the physical world. We perceive time as linear, but many spiritual traditions say that time is part of the illusion or maya. In reality, there is no time because we're spirits having a physical experience. Time doesn't exist where we're from. Our source is eternal. 
So how does this help us? Well, time doesn't determine who you are. Your past does not determine your future. It just brings you to the present. Take a look back to when you were a teenager. You were you, but I'm assuming that you are a very different person than you are right now, right? You've changed and you've grown. And I'm so thankful that I do not have the same thoughts that I did as a teenager because my thoughts were a mess. And as a result, I was an emotional mess as a teenager. And I'm not the same person I was in my 20s either. And yet the whole time I was me. There was still the essence of me peering out. So it's the same for the future version. You're still you, just different. But instead of letting life circumstances dictate who you are, why don't we start to choose for ourselves? And since thoughts create feelings and feelings create behaviors and behaviors create habits, we need to start with our thinking. Because in order to transform, we have to start thinking about the person we want to be and how she or he thinks, feels, and behaves. So let's take a fitness example, because I'm willing to bet a bunch of you are wanting to lose some weight, including myself. So how does a person who is fit and healthy think? How do they manage temptation and stress? How do they persevere when they feel like eating junk food or would rather sit on the couch and not do their exercises? What do they think and feel on a regular basis? In order to achieve long-lasting weight loss, we have to start thinking like the person who is fit and healthy. We have to step into that character. And this is where my theater training may help. So my favorite class in university was an Elizabethan theater class. And what my professor would have us do is that we would walk around the room. And while we were walking around, he would then have us visualize our character walking in front of us. We'd have to completely picture her physically, what she was wearing, how she carried herself, her hairstyle, how she walked. He also told us to start imagining what she was thinking, what she desired, her fears, everything. And I remember doing this with Lady Macbeth, who is a very, very different character than who I actually am. In fact, I really have nothing common with Lady Macbeth in any way. So playing her was definitely a stretch for me. Anyways, I remember doing the exercise and I could see in my mind's eye in front of me, I could see her in a long baby blue dress with a blonde updo and braids and she held her head high and she walked with purpose. I could feel her strength and determination, but I could also feel her coldness and unbridled desire for power. And once we could see and feel the character, we would then have to imagine ourselves physically stepping into her. And then we would become the character. And we would start walking around that way, ready to perform our monologue when called upon. And almost 20 years later, I still remember that monologue. And out of all the plays and monologues that I've ever done, it is the only one I remember. So I was thinking... What if I did a similar exercise every morning? What would happen if I would fully imagine the woman I want to be and envision myself stepping into her? What would it be like to be a woman who attained all her goals, which for me at this time is to lose some weight, to keep my house tidy, and to grow this podcast? What would I look like? How would I walk? How would I talk? How would I present myself to the world? How would I feel in my body? How would I get there? 
What would I think on a regular basis? And what if every morning I stepped into that version of myself and started to repeat the thoughts that my future self would think in my mind? What if I visualized the day ahead from the perspective of that woman? And what if throughout the day I did my best to stay with her, to think like her, to be her in my everyday life? And what if at the end of the day, I looked back and saw what went well and what didn't? What if I was thankful for the good in my life that day? Because I recently listened to a podcast, as I mentioned, with Brooke Castillo about changing beliefs. Because every successful person I have ever listened to has always said that they believe they could 100% achieve whatever they were working towards. They believed it 100%. And then my response was always, how? How can you believe you'd succeed at something you've never done before or you failed at countless times? And then Brooke said something that really hit home for me. She said that it is within your right to choose whatever you want to believe. It's part of your free will. And then I realized she's right. That as humans, we share the outside world together and together we have common beliefs like the sky is blue and tires are round. And if I went around saying that wheels are square, people will look at me wonky. But when it comes to the intangible, the unseen, or my own inner world, I have complete freedom to believe whatever the fuck I want. And if I want to believe that there's no doubt that I will lose 20 pounds or that I have every ability to to change my career, then I can. And if I do the work to really change my mental patterns to truly believe it, then it will happen. Because, well, that's apparently how manifestation works. So this is part of my new plan, to really embody who I am in order to create the life I desire. And I would love to have you join me. Let's literally embody the man or woman that our heart is longing to be. Let's shed our old habits, ideologies, and let's embrace what is yearning to come through us. Isn't that how the world changes? When each of us loves ourselves enough to work towards being the best version of ourselves? But what happens if I do all this work and nothing happens? Is that a thought that popped in your head? Because it definitely did in mine. Okay, well, what's the problem with thinking and acting as your best self, even if the physical doesn't necessarily catch up? What's wrong with feeling more abundant, even if it's not reflected in your bank account? What's wrong with feeling stronger and more confident, even though the number on the scale doesn't change? Because remember... The real goal is actually the daily commitment towards the thoughts and habits that bring us to the potential of an outside manifestation. So here's the plan. I'm going to make a meditation that I plan on doing most mornings. And I say most because I know myself. I'm not an A-type. I need different meditations each morning depending on what I need. So some mornings I feel I might feel... um, I need to connect more to source and other mornings I need to hear affirmations because my head is on a negativity loop. But what I do commit to is envisioning the woman I want to be and embodying her essence. And I want to feel and do what I need to do to bring the future version to the present. And I will do my best to be aware of my thoughts and associated feelings. And I will manage my negative emotions effectively to stop self-sabotaging behaviors. 
And I'm very well aware that the momentum of this endeavor will last approximately two to three weeks. And after that, once the momentum settles, that's when the real work begins. And I encourage you to try this experiment with me as well. We can call it the embodiment experiment because I have a thing with alliteration and I don't know why. (laughs) But anyways, so what will happen in your life when you start to change your thoughts, which will change your feelings and then change your behaviors and then your life will change the way that you want it to. So as I said before, to help us through this process, I've created a group on Facebook and please join me. So it's called Embody Your Essence, and it's all about supporting each other as we learn the skills needed to shed the old and step into the new. The idea literally came to me this week, so I kind of threw it together, but really it's about helping each other create the lives we want by being aware of our thoughts, feelings, and actions, because when we commit to a spiritual practice and change our beliefs and thoughts and fully embody them, then our outside world starts to change. So if you'd like to join, then please find the link in the show notes, and I'd love to see you in the group. And also, I've made a think sheet with questions that will help you get super clear on the thoughts, feelings, and actions that will help you to fully embody the person that you want to become. So if you'd like a copy, then head on over to simplywoke.com backslash embody to get your copy, or pop in the show notes again, and there will be a link. And this is the end of the episode. If you've enjoyed it, then please share it with a friend. Or if you know of anybody that wants to join the Facebook group, please let them know. And if you like the show, then please leave a five-star review. In light and love, I'll see you next week.